to the Bare Naked ABCs, where we discuss every song from 7 to Y, even the ones that are so rare and hard to find that we had to look them up to confirm they exist. And joining me tonight are <laughs> three guys that I look up to all the time. Duh. Is it because Aww. they're short? <laughs> it waka, is. waka, waka. <laughs> that joke was so bad. <laughs> Statler and Waldorf. Yeah, that was what I was going for. (laughs) If you haven't picked up on it, tonight's song that we will be discussing is Looking Up. Off from what album, Aaron? I have no earthly idea what album this is off of. It's... It, this was a this was a tough one. It's clearly Latter Day BNL, right? I'm thinking either Grinning Streak or Fake Nudes. I'm gonna guess Fake Nudes. You got it. Hey, okay. <laughs> this one's from the Church of Latter Day Baronet. Bar- it, it is <laughs> Latter Day. If you've ha- never heard this song from the Latter Day Baron Naked Ladies, <laughs> here is a quick snippet. People wanna take a high dive into a drink. Some people wanna watch the world swirl into the sink. Why would you argue? Is the glass half full? It's a mess. I drank the first half. You can drink the rest. That's how I'm going to refer to them exclusively from, from now on. From here on out, yeah. yeah. Uh, Latter day. The Mormon BNL. LDB. <laughs> so this song <laughs> The Church of L <laughs> Apologies to my friends in Salt Lake. <laughs> we know you listen. <laughs> yeah. Some of them probably do. They've had my Twitch. They can find this. <laughs> Joseph Smith, come on the show. <laughs> Things are looking up. We're starting out with a bang. <laughs> so, <laughs> at least song at least this was, isn't "Have You Seen My Love" where we bring them young. That's right. <laughs> this song Sorry. was co-written by Ed Robertson, better than Ezra's Kevin Griffin, oh, really? and the esteemed songwriter Sam Hollander, who has worked with a number of different bands. Uh, such as Panic at the Disco, Train, Weezer, One Direction, wow. Blink-182, Ringo Starr, Katy Perry, Carole King, and I could go on for quite quite some time, but a long, long list. As wow, that's a very I'm, eclectic mix of songs, just, and most yeah. of them I don't hate. Except I'm for just going to preface this by saying that the Dust Brothers, whose production work I very much respect helped Hanson create Umbop, so you can't hit them all out of the park. <laughs> uh, I actually love Umbop and Hanson, by the way. Uh, <laughs> have agree, you heard great. Hanson's later stuff? Like, now that they're doing? They're actually a, a I have not listened. I've never listened to Hanson intentionally, and I haven't heard them since 1997. Weird Al has actually directed several of their videos. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well. Yes. Okay. All right. <laughs> like, give you them a shot. My I'm actually, curiosity. Yeah. I'm actually you being serious. Legit. Yeah. They're, They're probably. I mean, honestly, like when I when I if I, you know I was kind of being silly there. If I'm being honest, like Umbop is so infectious. You know what I mean? Like it's it accomplishes what it's set out to do very well. It's oh, just yeah. I had a, I had a sister yeah. who was in love with that with Hanson. 
So there was like one summer that I could not escape that song. Sure. Ever. So like, yeah. it kind of stuck in my craw. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, they actually became a legit band and they they're still putting out music and Weird Out loves them and actually directed you know some what? of their videos. Yeah. Good for them. And I yeah. am curious yeah. now. That's why I love this show, man. I love having these discussions with you guys. I learn something new every time. Uh, I, I didn't well, even know Tracy don't was die. still in existence. No, I'm just recovering from a cold, so I, I apologize. I will tr- hopefully be cutting out most of the hacks out of my out of my coughing tonight. Out of my but recording. in a way, aren't we all hacks? Uh, oh, we are hack way. hack frauds. <laughs> <laughs> hack frauds all the way down. Now, Aaron, correct me if I'm wrong. You're wrong. The, okay, I was about to say that. The horns that are in this Move on. song are not actually horns. They are just synth, right? Uh, probably. Probably. They're they're pretty decent uh, if they are synth. Because um, it says here that I was reading like an article horns. and it says the indelible joyful anthem de- delivers triumphant melodies along with fiery horn work from Los Lobos saxophonist Steve Berlin and longtime Sun Ra trumpeteer Michael Ray. But they think- Ed wrote that, didn't he? Okay, so then real horns, which but is it cool. It doesn't um, sound like real horns. <laughs> I actually, in my notes, <laughs> wrote the word mariachi. So yeah. it's interesting that Los Lobos was involved. Too, yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, Steve Berlin, he takes my breath away. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Take my breath away. <laughs> like I would not have said another that legit band, by the way. I could point out. Anyway. In fact, my major my major note for tonight, the the trouble with Tracy tonight was going to be that like I would prefer to have flutes and horns in this playing rather than the synth because it does not sound well. It, it sounds like it is from what you just read, right? They well, have that, a saxophone and a yeah, trumpet. They had an right. horn I don't too. know if they maybe they played around with it in the with the system or um, something. So it, yeah, it could have been some equalization and post processing and stuff. But I actually, until you said mm. keyboards, I assumed they were real. Really? So yeah. See, they didn't sound real to me. They sounded synthetic. They sounded like they were created. I'd have to listen again now that right. you've said that. But yeah, my guess is it's like effects and post processing mm. and stuff. This song is. Uh, this is like the U2 sound with like all the reverb, and I, I kind of go into that in my notes as well. I wrote down. I was going like, to ask that Arena though, Rock. Aaron. Um, yeah. I, I know we haven't gotten to the breakdown yet. Sure. But how do you feel about the mix of this song? Because that was something I did jot down. <sighs> I, I felt uh, I felt like the mix of this song was really weird. I I'm tipping my hand a little bit. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of this song. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it's not. It's not awful or happy, anything like that. A happy song that you're not into? Oh, what? yeah. Aaron I doesn't like the right happy song. Right up your song. alley, Aaron. Yeah. This is your kind of song. Nobody would have guessed that they would come to this. <laughs> um, it's, uh, you know, I mean, the way that I kind of... I, I try and give all of these songs a fair shake because, you know, BNL is a great band, lots of really talented people. Um, and, you know, I... Even the happy stuff, I, I'm like, yeah, you know, some of these happy songs I really like. What I try and do is, like, in, I try and visualize the context, right? And for me, I was guessing this was off fake nudes, right? So I was like, okay, this is modern. This is, like, contemporary. This is, like, recent, right? And in my, you know, visualization of this, it's like, well, they're playing arenas. They're playing huge, huge venues, right? They're playing football fields and stuff like that. Um, so I thought of it very much again, like you two, like all the reverb, mm-hmm. all the effects, and just like playing, and then like every, it's like a expansive wall of sound. Within that context, when I think about that, it makes sense. 
but <laughs> it's not my favorite. I don't I don't care for it. Like again, it's, you know, whatever. They're you know laughing all the way to the bank. Who am I? I'm some dude <laughs> with a Twitch stream and a podcast with you guys. But like you know, I, I yeah, it, it wasn't great. In my opinion. It's just my opinion. If it wasn't for Ed singing, I, I wouldn't have recognized this as Bare Naked Ladies. Yeah. You can see that. It's U3. You th- you no, it's U2. <laughs> Two Utes, I think is what it is. Oh, yes. Two Utes. What was that word again? <laughs> oh, excuse me. Youths. <laughs> well, Aaron, do you want to give us a musical breakdown on this song? Break it sure, down. Let's break it down. Wiki wiki. <laughs> <laughs> All right, looking up. Um, was recorded at exactly 120 beats per minute, written in the key of C major. My spider sense was telling me, and I guess this was just confirmed by Tracy, that this was primarily written by Ed. It's a very Ed song, but apparently there were some guest writers. I was not aware of that. That's interesting. This is a four chord song. Let's let's not beat around the bush here. This is a four chord song, uh, and I mean, it is four chords. The only chords you will hear in this song are C major, G major, A minor, and F major, uh, which is one four six four. So not um, the four chord song, but a yeah, four chord. Exactly. Song. Yeah, <laughs> it's not that one that we're all. It's not the axis of awesome. Right. But it is. Uh, yeah, it's a little variation on the old one four five. Is it's uh, one five six uh, four. So the pre-chorus is C G F. It cuts out the A minor middle man, and we're straight up one five four, uh, until the A minor is added, and it kicks back to C G A minor F for the chorus. So interestingly enough, we have a verse and a chorus that are identical. With a pre-chorus that drops one of the chords for the change. Um, interestingly enough, I will call the chorus C in spite of it having the same changes as the verse because I do think the feel is different, uh, thanks largely to the build-up from the pre-chorus. We have intro, which is your A section, your verse changes. Verse one is A, of course, as well. Pre-chorus is B, chorus is C. Verse two is A, pre-chorus is B, chorus is C. There's an instrumental interlude, which is just over the verse changes, so that's A again. Pre-chorus is B, and then chorus is C. So you have A-A-B, my initials, C-A-B, <laughs> C-A-B-C. So ab cab cab k. Um, It ends pretty abruptly. It's an um, ab-cab song? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Ab-cab. Um, <laughs> but this, yeah, this uh, it ends pretty abruptly. Um, this song is, to me, very illustrative of Latter-day B&L, the LDB. Um it's happy, poppy, simple, has an uplifting chorus, lots of reverb, reverb on the vocals and poppy synth lines. Like I said, it sounds like arena pop rock, which, of course, these days is pretty much what BNL is. They play these huge venues, you know, and they've got these uh, kind of, you know, um, happy, uplifting pop songs. Um, so we have, as far as I can tell, again, four chords in the entire song. As I've said many a time, simple is not necessarily bad. Uh, I am an unabashed uh, Nirvana fanboy, so it would be silly of me to say I don't like simple music. Not true. Uh, but I think my two major complaints about this song are, A, the lack of a bridge. The instrumental interlude kind of serves as that. And the horns are fun. Uh, Tracy, it made me think of Q from Star Trek The Next Generation playing in the mariachi band. <laughs> and uh, that synth line sound. Oh, yeah. My other big... <laughs> The trouble with Aaron. That synth line 
sounds like one of those royalty free songs that YouTubers play in the background of their unboxing videos. Yes. Like the whole time in the back of my head, I could just hear some makeup YouTuber saying, so this is from Birchbox. Uh, we have a volcanic ash eyeliner or whatever they put in those things. And it was just, uh, it kind of took now me Now we're going to open the Kinder Egg. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's your European YouTube. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they don't allow that in America. We Five million views, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so, you know, eh, uh, not to be a hater, but I, this one didn't resonate with me too much. How about you guys? I like the horns. The horns were nice. Once again, I think the horns just sounded really fake to me. Like, I, when I think horns, I really want to hear, like, Huey Lewis and the Nor- Nor- News type horns. I want to hear Earth, Wind, and Fire horns. Like, give me horns. And I, and I would really love to have heard that by, like, unprocessed, because it does sound like they did something well, production-wise. We had these. solid horns on a B&L song not too long ago, too. I can't remember which one it was, but... yeah. Uh, we had a we had a song like a week or week or two ago that had really solid horns mm-hmm. on it, that sounded like legit yeah. horns. And it had a, According yeah. to the video, it looked like they recorded most of it on a on you know on an island, you know, a deserted island. So I mean, it's it's hard to find horns with a blow up doll on such a location. <laughs> I can understand that. Maybe that's the reason they went with yeah. the fake horns. <laughs> so you, you they were able to plug in the keyboard well, though. I have to share a story. Uh, Tracy, Tracy, you mentioned uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire. When I hear them, I always think of Blood, Sweat, and Tears. Because one <laughs> of my professors from UMA, Chuck Winfield, played trumpet in Blood, Sweat, and Tears. And uh, that was really cool because I was in his uh, band one, one year. So I was playing drums in a funk band with the trumpet player from Blood, Sweat, and Tears, which was like amazing. Except that... He always brought out the metronome during rehearsals, and that was driving me absolutely bonkers. Like, don't do that to a drummer, guys. I mean, if 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 the bar you're setting for this song is blood, set, and sweat, and tears. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it that's doesn't gonna, matter. That's gonna be harsh, right there. Yeah, sorry about that. By the way, wow. <laughs> So comparing this to an Earth, Wind, and Fire song, I'd have <laughs> to. S- that was, they did. Uh, they did Shining Star, right? <laughs> yes. Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I always think Spinning Wheel with Blood, Sweat, and Tears. It's a great. Oh song. yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Stefan, I interrupted you. What What are your thoughts on the on the sound of the uh, song? It's different. It's something that I wouldn't expect uh, when I first played it. Uh, like I said, I mean, I I wouldn't have known it was BNL unless I heard. Ed and Ed is quite distinct. So, you know, I really don't know what to think of this song. I, I really, I really don't. You know, I don't want to say that they're selling out, but it's kind of like this is a sellout song. Um, I, I, I don't know what to make of it, honestly. I, I, I'm still thinking about it. So, um, I know that BNL, whenever, whatever they put their hands to, whatever genre of music it is. They do a good job with it. Um, <clears throat> we did a country song just the other week, a couple weeks ago or something like that. Yeah. And um, as far as a country song, I thought that that was great. It could have charted, I thought. <clears throat> so, I mean, whatever they put their their energy towards, they really do a good job. And um, I think that this was, yeah, it didn't have horns. But it accomplished what they were trying to 
achieve, I think. And that was like a, uh, you know, kind of a, a poppy song that really, you know, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know. I, I don't I don't know how to describe it, but I think they accomplished what they were trying to achieve. Um, and as far as a poppy uplifting song, I think they accomplished that too. Uh, is it like... <laughs> the top in my list no no not at all probably not by a long shot but um i i still thought it was interesting um now you you said stefan that this does not like you would never have if you didn't know it was ed singing would have been have attributed it to bnl would you have said this was like a a uh, a filler song on the album or a song that maybe would be a deeper song on the album. If you guys had to guess. I I'm from the framing of your question. I'm guessing this is like the first song. This, the no, this had to be like the first single. <laughs> this is the first single they released. This off This was album. a single. Yeah. This was oh, definitely a single. Yeah. This is yeah, what man. they're like. <laughs> I would have I called that. I would have called that. Would I you guess, have called it? Yeah. Or would you have called it? This is the way I framed the question. <laughs> no, I would have, I, <laughs> Um, the problem is it's hard to miss. If you look up the song, you get an official video, and that to okay, me, yeah. and and they, the way they sold the video, um, is it looks like they're trying to sell this as a first single. I mean, they've got the people on the cruise ship uh, jamming out to this song, and they're like rocking out to this. Uh, this I have to go and, watch the video. Yeah, yeah they yeah. really they really sold this as uh, a single. <laughs> I do. I think I it should have been. I just single. get the impression that uh, you know, being all with this song, they're just trying to stay relevant. And I, mm-hmm. I don't like that, <laughs> you know. <laughs> that was more brutal than anything that I could was, have said. That was harsh. <laughs> uh, but I no, and not, I, not in a bad no, way, no, Stephen. I, mean, I agree with you. But yeah, yeah, that, that was that's wow. the interesting that's thing. That's the life I mean, of a band. To speak I mean, to a, Stephen, a band has their heyday, yeah, and then they I mean, kind of fade. I mean, you guys were talking about Hanson, and you know, Hanson should have been extinct after Umbop, you know. But um, <laughs> I didn't even know that they're still going. I didn't even know that they're. Just, I would yeah, take, me neither. I would take Mbop after this yeah, song over this so, song any day. Well, <laughs> so, to, to, to speak to what Stefan was saying earlier, I totally agree with you, Stefan. Like they know their instruments, they're very talented, and I agree with you. I think they accomplished what they were trying to achieve. I just am not necessarily the person to appreciate that particular genre yeah. and sound. You know, so this is not me saying it's a bad song or that. They're bad. <laughs> Certainly, obviously, at this point, anyone who's listened to more than a few episodes knows I don't think that they're a bad band. You know, uh, it's just not. It's not my my bag, baby. <laughs> no, Austin no, Powers seriously, everyone. Before you continue yeah. this episode, just know that if you go back and listen to the other three thousand episodes, we love B and L. Contrary to popular belief, you might not get that impression tonight. But it's funny because on this song that is is about what it's about, we're we're going in a very different direction. Yeah, yeah. Least likely to succeed, and now I'm in this band, and this is my jam. This is my song, right? Here. I mean, I think I think musically, it's a very simple song, so I don't think there's a lot to kind of break down on this song. Like even the bridge is very, very simplistic. Um, it's meant to be poppy, and I think that's what they went for, and I think yeah. that's what they did. Um, when I, and like I said, one of my <laughs> issues with the song early on is is the mix does not sound right on this. It sounds very muddy to mm. me. 
Yeah, uh, it's a little flooded. Locally. There's it, it's a, it's yeah, too much there. reverb. Too much reverb, and I say that as someone who hates the sound of my own voice and therefore always drenches my vocals with reverb, so I sound like I'm singing from the bottom of a well, and I still think this is too much reverb. It says the guy who beautifully does the intro to this show. By the oh, way. beautifully. Yeah. Just want to point that out. I should I should have done like multiple takes and used auto-tune or something if I'd known. No, I love that. the intro. Like You sound great on this. I don't know oh, well, thank you, thank you. But, uh, but yeah, I, th- I think the mix on this one... Uh, it's a little muddy. It's, yeah. it's muddy, yeah. It's... Uh, Vocally not very clear. Uh, the chorus when it, when it hits, I'm I'm not hearing that clarity uh, that I like to hear like from previous B and L. Um, something's going on there, and it doesn't quite gel with me. I'm trying to look up and see how well this song did mm. when it was released as a single, but I can tell yeah. you one thing. And I mean, I, I don't feel like we page on Wikipedia. When was it um, released? Well. <laughs> it was released in 2017. Like 20... Holy smokes! Okay, yeah, 2017. Well, yeah, and was... we 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 make the joke. We make the joke. We're talking about Mbop, and we're divided. But I I as a I and I gotta say this. I like Mbop, and I love Hanson, and I will die on this hill. But you remember the chorus of Mbop? Are you gonna yeah, remember the course. chorus of this song in ten years? No, no, you will not. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Well, it's interesting you say that, Jeff, because in my mind, I'm comparing this to Bringing It Home. Yeah. And uh, I remember that chorus. And right. I think in retrospect, I was a little, you know, I probably should have been a little kinder to that song. I like that song a lot more. <laughs> right. If someone says and, one week, you're going to start singing. Oh, it's yeah. Been one definitely. week. You're going to remember that yeah. hook. You're not going to remember the hook. Yeah, who sings song. one week? It's, it doesn't. <laughs> is it, is it that- Edson. That band didn't write uh, this song. I, I know that yeah. for a fact. That was Han- that was Hanson's oh, okay, second cool. single. Anyway, yeah, yeah. They were not so, a wonder by any while, <laughs> while Tracy's looking up his statistics, um, I should share. Um, I, I sincerely doubt he'll ever listen to this, but one, the former bass player of my band, the Second Child, Stu Stu Mahan, amazing bass player, total monster on the bass and uh very very funny very sarcastic very dry humor and i miss him dearly but uh he's doing great he's doing all kinds of gigs uh these days oh he's still alive that's good um yeah (laughs) yeah fortunately uh no but uh we were in these players are the least likely band member to die (laughs) we were in (laughs) (laughs) well not like the the drummer is always the according to spinal tap the drummer is the most precarious position to be in right? right um but we were in like a, I want to say like a music theory class with Chuck because uh, I mentioned Chuck earlier, and Chuck could be acerbic if you were not on point with your answers. And um, Stu probably hadn't studied, and he asked him a question, and he you know didn't have a good answer, and Chuck said something sarcastic, and Stu, not one to just take it, looked at him and said in his typical voice, he said, "Uh, what was it like playing with Chicago?" <laughs> And I just immediately was like, hey, we need to form a band now. <laughs> this, yeah, is, this is my night of my favorite bands being bashed, and I'm not sure how I feel. <laughs> As a huge Chicago fan. Oh, no, I don't I don't dislike Chicago. 25 or 6 to 4 is like the one of the oldest running bands out there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so... We could go on lots of tangents Wait. tonight because I hear old people go late. They Wait, what, how are your Sotero's feelings voices. on the Eagles? Because now I'm just thinking of that line from the Big Lebowski. 
had a rough night, and I hate the fucking Eagles, man. <laughs> I, I'm pulling us back. <laughs> I want to talk about. Boo. We'll talk. We'll talk about, about that the later. Music on this. I want to talk about TV. the acoustic version of this for those who listen to the acoustic version. Everywhere I go is home. Every town and every road. Every song I've ever known carried in my bones. They can make this acoustic? <laughs> I don't... Was there a bathroom think... session? No, there was a, a, I didn't, a I didn't completely hear other um, album release called Fake Nudes Nude, which they did the whole album acoustically. Oh. <clears throat> and, and naked. So basically, instead of the synth um, <laughs> and the horns, Kevin's on piano. Um, they do some scatting during the bridge. I, I think, personally, out of the two versions, I like the acoustic version much better. Okay, first of all, you can never follow the word naked with piano and scatting. And why would they want to redo this album in acoustic? I mean, isn't the first go around bad enough? It's just Oh Wow. Oh I thought fake news you know, was like be- I mean it's better than, than silver dig ball. A hole, at least from what I think. Yeah, it is. I, I agree. I agree. That's why I'd say our continuing theme of uh dumping on <laughs> silver ball. Wow. No, we have like at least one fan who's like really into Silverball, so apologies. Yes. Uh, was that Tim or I, I don't yeah. remember yeah. who who it was that was really into Silverball, but yes. <laughs> Honestly, I've heard a couple of decent songs on we'll, that. We'll just, get to them point, at some I'm point. Leaning it. I'm leaning into it. <laughs> <laughs> We've hit very few songs off from Silverball so far, so Was uh Bo- Boomerang, Boomerang on Silverball? Was, no. That was a good one. No, that was Boomerang decent. was, was uh, Grinning Streak. No. Oh. Yeah, that one just okay. keeps coming back. I tried. Oh, oh man. <sighs> I should just bring out my drum set for these recording sessions. You should. We, we've hit about half the album, and I just said that I don't think we've hit anything off the album yet. So that gives you a feeling about how much I love this album. Um, <clears throat> uh, anyways, back on track with this album, which is Fake Nudes. Um, so yeah, I really like the acoustic version of this much better. I still wish like there were like authentic, really blaring horns. Um, I, I really would love that in this song, but so be it. They didn't do it. There is also the selfie cam jam that they did last year. Um, and they're having a ton of fun on that one. And P- Kevin's on the piano is, is and he's amazing. Um, and I love at one point he's playing with one hand and he's acting with the other while he's playing. Um, a little bit of a show off. And then of course we get Kevin on the bo- I mean we get we get Tyler on the bongos, which any time that you're going to add bongos into a song, I am all for that. <laughs> I can definitely see how they would have fun with this song. Like I can hear how it's a fun song for the band yeah. to play. You see that in the video. I could I could see as a band they would have a fun <laughs> time playing this song. Yeah. Does I that just... make Does that make it a great song? <laughs> I, I just listened to a little bit of the acoustic uh, version, Tracy, and I, I'm in agreement. I think it's a little better than than this, the uh, the studio version. Um, and and as to what Jeff just said, yeah, you can tell they're having fun playing, and that's and that's nice, and that's cool. And and again, thinking about context, seeing them perform this live, I think would be more fun than just listening yes. to it. Yeah, and, sure. and there's yeah. like definitely something that gets transferred there, mm-hmm. like as far as emotional content is concerned. Yeah, um, they know that they know their audience. They know oh, yeah. the audience yeah. is going to get behind it. 
and and under and arguably yeah i mean i mean i'm i'm not a huge fan of this song either showing my cards but i mean if i went out to see bare naked ladies i'm not gonna be upset if they break into no this. i would love it i'm gonna be like yeah we're gonna say yeah right you know what i'm saying like it's a fun oh, song yeah in that yeah. sense what i thought um, was different that that said i have a lot of issues with this song what i thought it was different is usually the older bnl some of the songs that we've reviewed uh there's a level of darkness in the songs that um uh that you know is masked by good uh good instrumentals and a good sound you know um and this is like this is this isn't one of those this is just it's an uplifting positive hey i'm looking up i'm trying to be encouraging kind of song and the the music goes along with what they're trying to accomplish with it. Um, so, which is, I don't know if it's typical for modern BNL, but for older stuff with when Steve was in the band, then um, it wasn't, <laughs> you know, atypical. Mm-hmm. You mean you couldn't follow like uh, you can you can follow um, I know by this song. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I don't you know. Follow a song about wanting to murder someone and then do looking up like that. What? Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I live with it every <laughs> day. I'm looking up, up, up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, how many how many dark songs have we reviewed? Quite a few. How many have a we lot. gone into and we're like, oh, wow, that took a turn. <laughs> I think that's the turn that these guys really decided to make after they decided to do a four piece is that a lot of their songs did become much more upbeat and positive and, and focused in that direction. Um, and I mean, if you think of the song flip that just got released recently, like that is a very positive song as well about the current situation. We're Which living I love it. it which well, I love. I we'll love get to Flip. That some <laughs> we'll get to it. We'll get to yeah. it. I love Flip. But. but don't worry, Jeff. We'll be getting to the Fs here soon. I mean, oh, okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> In terms of like, just what are we on positivity, now? Like this, uh, <laughs> this song is very positive. Like, yeah. uh, and it like, is. Yeah. So Ed's statement about this song was like, looking up is a reaction to what I think of, is a false narrative of constant peril and imminent doom. It is so easy to get bogged down and fixate on all of the terrible things that happen, but there are actually a lot of good things that go on in the world, and it's still possible to be optimistic. And I, so this is. I think he ahead. captures that with this song. I think he gives that kind of feel with the music and with the mm-hmm. lyrics. Sure. This is like this is an interesting this is an interesting sticking point for me because <laughs> nice nice invader sim reference there Seb. Um, don't think I didn't appreciate that um, this is this is a topic that's kind of near and dear to my heart Tracy actually because I, I thought about this before and I have a lot you know you know me I'm into dark and dreary and brooding and, and brooding music um, if you're better looking and, and there are Batman. some <laughs> there are some bands that I felt their music seems kind of insincere later on in their careers. And I'm thinking, like, well, that's probably because they're now millionaires <laughs> and they have a really, really nice life. And they're probably, when they wrote their earlier music, they were probably starving artists and they are probably depressed. <laughs> they are probably dealing with a bunch of stuff and exercising those demons, and that creates great art some of the time. Um, so, like, maybe if they're trying to do the same thing years later and they're not in the same place emotionally, it comes off as insincere. So it, on one hand... 
I appreciate when a band or an artist is in a different place and still comes from something honestly. Like, probably Ed is not... He probably is in a much better place than he was 20 years ago or whatever. Mm-hmm. And good, and I'm glad that he is. And I'm glad, you know, to a certain extent, I would rather he make music that honestly expresses how he's feeling. Um, but on the other hand, I'm also like, ah, oh, but I really like the dark <laughs> and depressing stuff. So, I don't know. It's, it's, a, it's a tough Maybe call. they need to reintroduce drug use and, um, you know, uh, <laughs> other debauchers. Activities into Don't do drugs, kids. Uh, into their <laughs> lives so that they can produce better material. Maybe they need to just divorce their their wives and you know probably adopt wow. out their children, <clears throat> stuff like that. Well, yeah. as, as our friends, I don't know if I totally to get, agree with the, to the, good the way this has gone though. Because I, I'll, well, no. But going off what Aaron said though, I mean, I I think a lot of times I, I absolutely one hundred percent agree with you. When, when artists are starting out and they're broke and they're miserable, a lot of great art comes out of that. They become successful. They have money. They do that. Um, and I know this is not what you're saying, but I, I wanted to add that. Right. But that doesn't make people happy either. So, right. Um, no, very and, true. And a lot of, in a lot of cases, they could be miserable as hell oh, and, yeah. and have to hide that. And then you Brian have Wilson. A, a record company. Right. Brian Wilson. Right. Um, and, and not just music. Robin Williams. or uh, But, um, you know, so there's that... that that feeling of, of, you know, maybe you're not happy despite the fact that the world has given you everything. I don't think that's Ed, first of all. But you also do have a record company basically telling you this is what you need to keep putting out because it's making money. Um, so I, I feel like there's that part of it too. So I think sometimes that great art can seep in as well. Um, that said, going off of that, I think this is – I do like hearing what Ed said about this because I do think that shines yeah. through. You know, I think I he is being sincere and legit in this. Oh, song. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't doubt that at all. And, and one, I just want to get ahead of this. <laughs> I think it's too late, but in case anyone's like, oh, Aaron only likes dark and depressing and, and brooding music. I just want to say, okay, maybe the lyrics are a little bittersweet, but as far as the music goes, Enid is a very, very upbeat, poppy, yes. catchy tune. And is, I rated yeah, it yeah. a five, and it is one of my favorite But it's songs. also dark. <laughs> Enid, well, has, Enid has some dark lines in it, though. Yeah. Right, you know. but I'm just saying, musically speaking, yeah, musically, very, it's, very... it's 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 like the the pumped up kicks. It's one of those <laughs> yeah, happy yeah. songs about a very dark subject, and yeah. Enid has some dark stuff in it. Well, I want to bring up one of the lines yeah, I agree in this song. I want your opinions uh, of of what you thought. Okay. I'm a seed of donut. You can see the whole. This is just a glass half empty, glass half full mm-hmm. uh, optimism pessimism thing. I think. No, I I like that line. Personally, in terms of what he's saying, I, I kind of like enjoy that metaphor. Like, I'll see the donut, you'll, you can see the whole, you can see the negative end of the. The part that always rankles me is the I'm a. I'm a see the donut. I'm like, <laughs> no, no. Th- why? Why couldn't you just speak normal language there, Ed? Like, no. <laughs> because of the flow. It has yeah, to, it, it has to, to match the. the, the yes, it has yes. to match the syllable sil- yeah, scheme. I will see um, the donut. The flow. It poetic follow poetic the, license there, Tracy. Yeah. It does follow with the previous line too, which is you go and worry about the things you can't control. I'ma see the donut. So he was he was going with the flow yeah. in that. And, like, well, and, you're worrying about things you can't control. I've got right, this. But like, I can't control I, this. I, I, you guys, he, he, you're not it was, focusing, a, it was a flow thing. It, I think it was. You're a not flow focusing thing. on the right thing, Tracy. Yeah. And in yeah. fact, I, re, I retract my earlier statement. It's not an optimism pessimism thing. It's clearly, um, uh, a corporate sponsorship <laughs> with with Tim Hortons. <laughs> And they're trying to sell more Timbits. 
I miss Tim Hortons, man. I miss I miss Tim Hortons. I wish they'd come back the hole, to me. What if it's the hole that holds the donut together? You have to think about that. What? It's the only thing that connects everything. Without the hole, is it really a donut, or is it just some kind of pastry? Oh, <laughs> all of the above. It's a Bavarian cream. Yeah. 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 Is that actually a donut, or is that... It, that's a good point. Like, is a Bavarian cream donut really a donut? <laughs> oh, it's Boston I mean, it's my favorite. Because it doesn't have a hole. Boston cream. Oh, whatever. Yeah. yeah, it's Boston cream, dude. Go pack dude, your cat. I live in Pennsylvania. Come on. I live in Amish dude, country. Dude, we live... There's like a dunks across from a dunks over by my yard. I don't know what accent that was, Aaron. What? <laughs> that was that was you know what that was? That was a Mainer raised by a Canadian trying to sound like it's wow. from Boston. <laughs> Dude, that was butchered. I mean you who killed that butchered. thing? You need to bring that suck out back and put it down. Dude, butchered. Yeah, there you go. How do you how do you like them apples? Uh so Now the other line in this song that really always gets me and I I I really awesome. looked deep to try to find this. I could not find it. Please, if there's any out deep there in the hole, verify. by the way, deep in the hole. <laughs> Sorry, I'll stop. I'll stop mentioning the hole. I, I know. Th- From what I, you should probably put some Bavarian cream on that hole. Wow. I'm gonna see the donut. <laughs> that, you can see I, the hole. I, <laughs> I have filled many donuts in my life. <laughs> I'm leaving that alone. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to the line. I like it's going to talk about the yearbook line. I really tried to go back. If there's anyone out there that knows for sure whether or not Ed really was voted least likely to succeed in his yearbook, I want yeah. to know. Is this just is this just Ed making up a line, or was this an actual fact? Because Ed likes to put those things in there. I mean, if if he was, then what a great, <laughs> and that, that's what a great true. little <laughs> fu. <laughs> talking about lines, talking about right. buggy lines, though, because I do feel like they do f- they they follow a great line with a line that bothers me. In the first verse, the first verse has the "Why would you argue if the glass is half full? It's a mess. I drink the first half. You can drink the rest." I love that line. I think <laughs> I actually like that line. I like the line. But mm-hmm. it's a germaphobe that kills me. <laughs> I'm iffy about the second couplet because one foot on the pedal, one hand on the wheel, don't know where I'm headed, but it starts right heel here. Um, and I almost wanted to rhyme it because I feel like this is B&L. You've written some of the best rhyming puns in the history of music, and that's where you're going to go with this line. And it just, I don't know, something doesn't feel right about that line with me. Um, it, it feels weird not to have a rhyming couplet there. Um, and it, and it, it feels a little generic to me. Uh, one foot on the pedal, one hand on the wheel. They've they've done better. They've done better than that line. How many people put two foots on a pedal? Two foots. <laughs> two foots. Two feet. Two foots. Fishies. Well, that's yeah, right, right, right. It it feels like a a, a very generic line to me, and then to not end it with a good solid. You know, kind of rhyming pun. That's that feels weird to me. Well, and there's there's a lot of words you can rhyme with wheel like that. You don't even have to go with wheel. Like I mean, why you can go whatever you want to. But yeah. yeah, that 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 first that one foot on the pedal, one hand on the wheel. Now, excuse me while I explain <laughs> my spiel. Excuse me while I introduce introduce my ass to your heel. Just throwing it out there. What? <laughs> <laughs> 
Wait, you're at... Whoa. I meant the other way around, Tracy, but that didn't come out right. It's time and a place. <laughs> There's classified ads in Craigslist for a reason. It's not. This is not I the place. I meant the other way around. It didn't quite right work right, but... I'm going to have to recover. <laughs> I don't even know where to go from here. <laughs> How do we recover? <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of great visualizations... Why don't we talk about the video? <laughs> let's not. <laughs> All right, let's 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 just discuss the elephant in the room. The video has a blow up doll. <laughs> it does. Uh, this was the album. Okay, uh, I'm gonna have like, to watch this That's from the album. Mute. That is from the pictures and the album covers. And man, if Tom Hanks had a blow up doll in Castaway. It is a castaway thing, yeah. Okay, so they're doing a castaway thing. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. If they Tom got Hanks the, they had a blow-up doll in Castaway, that movie would have been totally everything. different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, very this is on movie. the inside of their sure. album. Sure. I mean, it's... Wow. They, I don't know why they decided to go that way. That's... I mean, I get that they are fake nudes, but I just... I don't know. <laughs> I love the I love and, the people with the cruise ship too, though. Just totally jamming out to this song, like yeah, yeah. That can't hear this song. <laughs> Best BNL song ever. Woohoo! Yes. <laughs> is Kevin playing? The he sure is. Yes. Homemade xylophone <laughs> with human femurs. <laughs> okay, I found my little shred of darkness. Yeah, yeah. They're Andy. They're Andy Cregan's uh, femurs, actually. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened to them. They, they ate them. Andy, come back on the show. They went full on Timothy. Sorry. <laughs> that was dark. Well, okay, so just I, I've only kind of scrubbed through the, the video on mute while we were talking because I didn't actually see it prior. Um, I mean, it's clear they're going with the make, a, make the best of a bad situation kind of thing here. Like, we're stuck on a desert island. We're going to start a band and have a party and make music and have a... Some kind of thing with a blow up doll. Let's not go there. Um. I'm not gonna let the. I'm not gonna let this bad situation bring me down. I'm gonna find a way yeah. to be positive. Yeah, it's a not. It's it's Candide <laughs> the song. Yeah. But the other the other it's people in the video aren't and necessarily staying positive. You know, you get Jim that decides to go hunting, Tyler that's trying to get help but failing miserably and getting angry. And Kevin's going nuts and talking to puppets because he doesn't want to talk to the soccer ball. I kind of like the video. It's fun and it's been, it goes along with the music and that is fun. It tells a story, but it's not like the best video in the world that I'm like, oh my God, you got to go out and watch this video. Like it changed my view of this song. I appreciate this song from the context of having finally, maybe possibly starting to be coming out of quarantine where i myself have very long hair and a beard now and a bear gut well i've always had that they were ahead of their time they saw this coming long before us well why don't we why don't we put some numbers to this why don't we give it a rating jeff here we go (laughs) so we're gonna do this on a scale of zero to five femurs femurs i like it we're gonna do femurs uh, it was either that or blow up dolls, but uh, we're gonna do femurs. Um, I'm gonna go first tonight. Actually, Ooh. I don't normally Ooh. do that. I don't, I don't normally do that, do I? But uh, I figure I'll set the bar nice and low for y'all. Um, I'm not a fan of this song, like a lot, a lot. Uh, <laughs> um, 
if so, if this is your first episode, you know that I love Bare Naked Ladies. Obviously, I give a lot of fives. I give a lot of high scores. Um, I have a lot of trouble with this one. I thought the mix was was rough. It made it hard to listen to. Um, lyrically, uh, it doesn't feel like a BNL song. I didn't think the hook really kind of resonated for me at all. I get where Ed was going, you know, the whole... And, and there again, he's basically singing about why I shouldn't be saying anything because he's doing this and I'm not. So, <laughs> um, and, and that's fair enough. But it, it does feel like a very forced song to me. Even the video kind of shows that to me. Like, these are all the people enjoying this song. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. Um, I'm sure it's a fun song to hear them do live. I'm sure they love it. Um, but as a BNL song, this one's rough for me. I'm going to have to give this one a 1.9. Yeah. Apparently, he's seen the wow. on the song. Ooh, drinking I, the haterade. Wow. <laughs> there's, no, there's no donut to this You one. are yeah, not looking I up have, to I, this song. No, I'm not. I, I, have, I have trouble with this one. A lot of trouble. And, and I, <laughs> I, maybe it's just... Maybe I need to. Maybe I'll revisit it at the end of the year, and it'll it'll come up. There's a good chance, but right now I gotta I gotta go a little low on this one. Wow. Oh boy. Uh, yeah. So uh, we'll go with Stefan next. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. This is weird, but I mean, I like up, uplifting. I like optimistic. Um, I mean, one of my favorite songs is by Johnny Nash, which is "I Can See Clearly Now the Rain Is Gone," and um, which is I this that? that no. But uh, yeah, great song. But I like, I like the premise behind it, <laughs> and for me, it really surprised me, um, because I didn't expect it at all. So, I like the lyrics behind it. I like the optimism behind it. Um, the pop sound to it was different than what I am accustomed to. Um, but is it all that bad for me? It isn't. Um, so, gosh, I'm like I fluctuate with, you know, I, is it BNL? I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. But is it a good song based off of what it is? I, I don't know. <laughs> I just don't know. So, you know, <laughs> I don't know. I, so I, I you fair. can't see yeah, clearly think, what the score is. I think what be, I've got here. <laughs> Just, just, just spend some yes, time thinking about yes, it. I just was saying, thinking, uh, maybe bop. I've got just a jelly donut that doesn't have a hole in it. You know, it's just, <laughs> but there's something filling this that I'm not sure about. Um, just tell us what your croissant. What you're you're really saying you expected croissant. a Boston cream, you put into it, and it was filled with baked yeah. beans. Oh, well, how is that bad though? <laughs> oh, well, if they were Boston baked beans. I would love a baked bean I mean, filled Boston. That's yeah. That sounds I delicious. Like that. Baked beans. Who doesn't like baked beans? You know, <laughs> going down to Boston, going to Saugus, maybe Peabody, and you just don't know. You got a pocket. Wicked awesome. And it's like there's some beans there. So you eat beans. Eat some chowder. You know, you go down to Dunks. You light one up. You have a coffee. <laughs> you have a cigarette. You're good. You know, you just move on with the day. It's great. So uh, yeah, you know, I'm going to like this thing up. Uh, Jesus, I don't, I don't know what to write this thing. Um, I didn't, I didn't plan on hurting you tonight, Stefan. <laughs> I know I'm, my brain is going to explode. I, I'm going to say two point eight. We broke. Ste- How's that? 
It's just above average, Ooh, okay. but it's not like mm. wow. All right, and okay. you guys won't get too pissed off at me. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, what dude. you like, yeah, dude? It's, your, it's it's subjective. It's your it, rating. It's music, man. It's art. It's how you feel. Speaking of the music, man, why don't we go to the psycho Gorman of music? Apparently, why don't we go over to Aaron? <laughs> well, no, I was going to go to you next, actually. But oh. all right. I wanted to do Aaron last tonight. Oh, okay. Sure. Crazy, can go. Cool. Fine. Will... We saved the best. We I was gonna save the best for last, Aaron. Oh, That's what I was. You doing. went and saved <laughs> the best for last. Did you hear that? That's... Not even auto tune, and that was glorious. <laughs> Come on. Um, I really, I really, <laughs> I really like this song. Um, but I, I like the what? analogy that we've been kind of using throughout this episode. I don't like the baked beans inside the. Uh, inside the donut idea but i i do like the idea of going with like a filled donut like a raspberry filled donut is what this song reminds me of in that it is sweetness to the extreme and i love a raspberry filled donut i just want donuts now thanks tracy <laughs> my beer gets i want some raspberry <laughs> is it the regular listeners just be prepared that the Baked bean filled donuts probably gonna pop up again from time to time. It's a thing now. <laughs> We're not gonna let that go. Anyway, that sounds absolutely disgusting. Um, How long will we keep this joke going? I so the raspberry filled donut sounds sweet and amazing, and I would love it, but it's not gourmet food, and that's what I think of with this song. Like, do I really enjoy this song? Yes. Will I play it when it comes on? Yes. Um, do I search it out? Definitely not. But I, I enjoy it when it comes on. It puts me in a good mood. Um, but it's not gourmet. Like, I, I look at the other songs that I've given a four to, and those are songs that, like, I really I really respect the music behind it. I really respect the lyrics that are behind them. And I can't do that with this song. It just puts me in a good mood. Like, and because of that, I'm going to give it a higher ranking than probably I would... I would normally think of in terms of like, is it artistic? Like I, it wouldn't get that high a score, but I, I, I like it enough. And if it had the real horns, it would go a little bit higher. Even uh, I'm going to give this a 3.65. I think they are real they horns. Four members of the BNL podcast. They are real horns. Tracy. Don't sound it. Like, <laughs> Los Lobos not, is going to come after you. These are not earth, wind and fire <laughs> horns. Like I want, I want it to be, they might be, they might be pre-recorded horns. <laughs> There's something horns. I don't know, but man, they just they produced them or something in this because I they're not horns that I like, and that's a rarity to save for me. Well, Aaron, since this this is the song that is tearing the uh, the podcast apart, let's let's we're we're becoming civil court. Um, let's <laughs> you are hear tearing you me apart. Looking up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We came to that one a long way back home. Right. That, would, that was that was pretty difficult. So yeah. let yeah. me preface this by saying that we go from zero <laughs> to Four five. Score right? Seven yeah. Years. I do not hate yeah. this yes. song. Right? If I did, it'd probably be in the zero to one range. Right? Um, but when I think about, you just said, you know, you, you, if it came on knowing, even if it was like, if I was like, if I click BNL on Spotify and shuffled, knowing the great songs that are on there, I might skip it. You know, I'm not saying I definitely would. I might be like, okay, I can jam with this, but I, I, it's, it's like in the twilight zone there. Um, so again, I have to, I keep comparing this to bringing it home because bringing it home very similar in terms of like attitude, optimistic, it's uplifting, pop rock. 
Um, but that song, in retrospect, like I said, I think I probably should have been a little kinder to it. I like that song uh, decently. I gave it a 2.5, middle of the road. I definitely like that better. Um, so ultimately, I mean, I might go and revisit that song come New Year's. I might revisit Bringing It Home. Who knows? But for now, I have to give looking, or looking, pardon me, looking apostrophe, looking up, wicked awesome. <laughs> I, have to, <laughs> I have to give looking up uh, a two femurs out of five. Oh, no! I don't. Now yeah, I don't me and Jeff and, and the, <laughs> hold the line. With you saying that, I went back and yeah. I looked at the scores that we gave for bringing it home, and I'm gonna yeah. have to come it's back a decent to that song. one at the end of the year because mm-hmm. I like bringing it home better than the song, and I did not yeah. give it. The I, I would go that back. I this yeah, song. Not, I might come back to this one too. I mean, but uh, yeah. right now, like it, it's not doing it, it for me. It didn't resonate with me the way <laughs> I wanted. They put to. baked beans in my donut. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I, I just know I, it's it's a hard one because I, I I'm always the one that like kind of says don't compare you know just take it as the song, but I know they're so much better than this song. That's how I feel. Hmm. It's I like the message, but I know you know they can do way better. Um, there was when I when I was looking at the video, one of the comments said this song feels like the ending credit song for an early two thousands romantic comedy starring Adam Sandler. <laughs> And I can't disagree. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to change my ranking to yeah. a 1.6, oh, no. actually. Because <laughs> now, now I'm hearing the song at the end of Jack and Jill, and I hate myself. I would, I would say 51st Dates. <laughs> but see, 51st Dates yeah, is a that's, decent. That's no Jack and Jill. Compared to, like, Jack and Jill, which is, like, yeah. Well, yeah, but I could see this at the end of 51st Dates. This, this song would fit there. So this week, I, I really like this video. So this week's appearance is going to be just the making of this video, like how they created this island in the middle of Toronto um, for this video. So that's what the, the, the appearance will be. Oh, that's no, pretty interesting. Well, well they did this in a huh. studio, of course. And so the the making of the island is kind of cool. Um, they, they filmed this in Toronto, but that is not where you can find us. Stefan, where can you find us? Um... <laughs> On the internet? <laughs> well, did you know that you can find us over at barenakedabcs at gmail.com? Yeah, or yeah, there. Barenakedabcs yes. on Twitter. Is it Barenaked Ladies ABCs or Barenaked ABCs? Barenaked Baked Beans. Barenaked ABCs on Twitter. <laughs> Barenaked Baked Beans. <laughs> now we have to buy that domain. Thank you, Aaron. <laughs> we need to get sponsored. And also you can... You can also reach us on Facebook on BNL Podcast on Facebook. We would love to hear your thoughts on this song, and maybe you love this song more than we did. Yeah, please, we'd love to hear your opinion. Yeah. Yes, yes, we would love to hear what you have to think. No matter how loony those yeah. thoughts might be. What you have to say. Nice segue. Oh, oh, oh. no. There it is. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was a segue? Oh, that's right. Next week we're talking about Louis Loon. Yes. You knew it. Stop chewing into the mic, dude. That's gonna yeah. Be- Man, he's that's all chewing I can the hear. scenery. He's, he's chewing chewing. on baked beans. He's chewing everything. <laughs> At least close your mouth. Those are some crunchy baked beans. <laughs> They're Boston baked they beans. are. They're wonderful. You could tell me about an hour ago about that, and I would have stopped. And not since I didn't know you guys could hear me. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to text you, but I'm going to have to edit all that out now. <laughs> yes. Crap. It's, it's it's pretty loud and boisterous. Oh, great.
doesn't take somebody with a degree to figure out if you're chewing on a podcast, <laughs> they're going to hear you. Thanks, that was fun. Don't forget, no regrets, except maybe one. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 